Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 95 of the Holding Court Podcast. Today, I'm recapping my performance of the national anthem at Dodger Stadium. I'll also share which celebrity sightings took me all the way back to the 90s this week, all coming up right now on Holding Court. Do you like our new location? Yeah, that's weird. It is really weird. Because usually I can like look at you while we're doing this and now we're like side by side. So normally we record in the dining room, but I don't know why we switched it up tonight and we're sitting at the kitchen island and you're sitting to my right and so I just kind of have to side eye you a little bit. Yeah, you look like Rigby. <laughs> me. I think we're up here because of the dogs. They're like sleeping on the couch. And they're and really we, cozy. Yeah, we didn't want to go in the in the dining room and then they would wake up and think we're going upstairs and the whole nighttime routine would start. Yeah. But I, we've been doing a lot of late night potting lately. Is that with a D or a T potting or potting? Are we like planning potting? Oh yeah. We do. Record. I don't know. Are you gardening at night? Late well, at night? We haven't reseeded our little planner out there. So, but you have, this is sidetracking, but you have prepared our yard for Halloween. Oh, I decorated. Is that your, I don't want to say love language. Is that your outlet in October? Um, maybe, I don't know. We, we went on a walk through the neighborhood the other day and there's so many like good decorations. Yeah. Like, Our neighborhood really does a good. really good job with Christmas, Halloween. I'll even see there's some houses that decorate for every single holiday, yeah. which I love. And I still I, want my cement goose for the porch that I can put different outfits on for the holidays, but mm, that's a Midwest thing. Put that on the, the old Christmas list. <laughs> Seriously, please do. I've been dropping hands for several years and you haven't <laughs> picked years. up on that <laughs> so many years give me the goose no but i just i was like oh like i want when people to walk by our house to see our decorations up too even though they're not very new there's some of the same decorations but but there's been a lot of boxes showing up at the house too so i think that you just keep adding to it I don't, there's not a theme though and i haven't i take an issue it's with a it lot i of love it a lot of skeletons I like it. I love the decorations. Obviously, I was born on Halloween. Big Halloween girl. But I have an issue when you mix kind of cute and funny and scary. So if you have, we have a graveyard, I guess. We have skeletons and some ghouls and all of that. But then we have, you look very offended right now. I'm, I'm waiting for the cute and funny part because I don't know where the cute and funny part is. The little like pumpkins or boo pillows or uh, the sign on the door. Uh, we have some banjo like skeletons. Those are skeletons though. But they're like kind of goofy. No, I don't think they are. I think you got to pick a lane. Well, okay. The, I like continuity. The lit up pumpkins are on like the complete opposite yeah. side of everything. I was like, okay, just I'll just make you... this look like kind of like a little pumpkin patch, right? Oh, that's like, cute. Okay. That was the whole thought there. <laughs> um, I need you to go to Target and pick up some more light up pumpkins, by the way. I will. Uh, you told me twice. Our pumpkin patch is looking a little weak right now. Okay. But uh, yeah, the other stuff is just skulls. And it's like a, I have a few projectors I got to still put up. It's just in a the windows. hodgepodge mishmash. Mitch, no. Mick, I don't know what that word. Is. I added a, I added a little Mishmash? fogger in our. I, it's gotten out of control, but I just really, I let you go with it, <laughs> and this is the one thing that I don't try to micromanage or control. I'm just simply giving my thoughts on it. I love it. I was so excited. I went to Disney for the day with my family. Justin stayed home to rest because I don't feel like walking around Disneyland for yeah, ten hours is not happening. Very helpful heading into October baseball. So when I got home and you kind of hit it all day, I was like, what are you up to? You're like, oh, I'm just taking the dogs on a walk, just relaxing on the couch. And I come home to freaking Hollywood horror nights <laughs> in our yard. So I love that you love it. I'm happy for you. I won't give my thoughts on it because it makes you happy. 
I almost ordered like a 12 foot Grim Reaper. I've seen one of those. I saw one at Target. I actually sent it to you. I texted to you and you didn't even respond to it. You just left me unread. I'm busy. Wow. (laughs) I'll email you. (laughs) Anyways, it was a big week. Yeah. I mentioned going to Disney. I went with my mom and my sister and they were in town for your bobblehead night. That's not why they were in town. Slash. (laughs) Slash. The National Anthem performance by... Yours truly. I mean, is there like a... Oh, how did you get the right one? Yes. Did you know that was it? No, that was a lucky guess. It could have been the... (laughs) That would have been so bad. Can you actually not touch my uh, soundboard? I I reached over and hit the switchboard and somehow (laughs) hit the right one. There's eight buttons on here. I don't know what they are. I think there's a thing on here that where you can... Oh, yeah, right here. Laughter, trombone, oh, yeah, there we harp. Go. But yeah, you just went full rogue on it. and I only know what the top left one is. Yep, that's the intro and the outro song. <laughs> but anyways, Bobblehead Night was also the night that I sang the national anthem, which I, as much fun as I had, I'm so glad that it's over because when I have something lingering over my head, and it was lingering for a very long time, I found out about it in when was that? April? April, yeah. Because they initially had your jersey giveaway night in the calendar. Yep. And then they added the second wave of bobbleheads. And that's when Carla said, I think you should sing. She said, I think you should sing. That's actually how she delivered the news. In Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, yeah. Oh, or in... When he's doing the sliding door? No. Or liar, liar. Liar, liar. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, Carla said, I think you should sing the national anthem on Justin's bobblehead night. And I don't know what my reaction was. I was probably shocked. And then I accepted. Well, you told me. You're like, I'm going to do the trifecta. Yeah, I was going to go for it. I'm going to throw out the first pitch. I'm going to sing the anthem and I'm going to be the one that says it's time for Dodger baseball. And then you broke your thumb. And then I broke my thumb. And now the great Vin Scully. Yes. Says says it's time for Dodger baseball from the recording. Yeah. Trifecta did not happen. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, the thumb, I couldn't even do. I could have. Like you need your thumb, but I, I'm ambidextrous. I could have figured out the left thing. I will say the first throw that I had lefty in the yard was not very promising. We went in the front yard and I mean, you, you made some good throws, but you also made some bad throws. With my left hand? Oh, the left hand was terrible. Okay. Well, I mean. You were good with the right. Also standing on the sidewalk, there was shrubbery, there were cars. Yeah. You almost hit the car once. (sighs) Don't say that stuff like I have, um, like I don't have a skill. No, but you, you I can made throw good, a ball. That's not my point. My point is like you made good throws, but then every once in a while it just was like wonky, like to the right. Okay, here's. Which happens to okay, the best of us. So I am so big on if you do a pitch at Dodger Stadium and you are physically able to go to the mound. Yeah. You should go all the way to the mound. Uh huh. 100%. Unless you are somewhat like when there's a toddler, obviously you're not going to go to the mound, mm-hmm. but like when the wives do it, I am a firm believer in throwing it from the mound. You can do weighted ball practice, you can do whatever you need to do. <laughs> but I just think. How do you know about weighted ball practice? What? I just assume if you throw a heavier ball, then when you go to actually do it, it's going to go. Okay. Is that? I didn't know you knew about weighted balls. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know plenty. Weighted plyo balls for throwing. Yeah, you can throw them up against a wall, no? Oh, I know why you know this. Why? Because when you came in and got your x-ray... And you saw someone was throwing the plyo balls against the wall. I tried to not. I didn't felt very uncomfortable being That's down there. That's why. Okay. It's all. No, I knew about here. weighted kidding, balls before. Are you insane? It's how you, it's even similar to how you put the little 
dodo on your <laughs> dodo. bab, <laughs> the donut, <laughs> before you, when you're in the warm-up circle. Okay. On deck circle. Yeah. Did I say warm-up circle? Uh, you said warm-up dodo. <laughs> <laughs> a dodo, a donut. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's what I call it. Yeah, you're right. It's the same thing. Okay. So it's that same concept. And I just said, because up till the, like, two days before, you were set on me throwing the first pitch as well. Yeah, I wanted you to do it. And I just... You haven't done one. No, I haven't. But I could one day. I'm Maybe. saving it. Okay. Uh, I just didn't want to be... I didn't want a 50 cent And <laughs> I figured with <laughs> the <laughs> national anthem going, it would be a lot. To do both. I agree. And so I respectfully passed and gave it to Omar, yep. who we adore, and Elizabeth. And they got to go out there and honor Desmond. And he threw a strike, and it was beautiful, and it was from the mound, and he crushed it. So full disclosure, we I was out there like 25 minutes before the anthem. And you were not out there. I didn't want to see you. I know. I had no interest in seeing you. But I was I was standing there with Omar and Elizabeth, and there was other first pitches going on. And the one guy, like, threw it to the backstop, and then the next guy, like, bounced it. Mm. Like, zero catches by the catcher. Oh, wow. And so Omar was getting a little nervous. I'm like, dude, this is either really good or really bad. Like, it's either making you nervous or you're like... I'm going to be the only first pitch that makes it all the way in the air. Yeah. I don't think that, well, the night before I sang, I sat and watched the <laughs> top 20 worst anthem performances of all time from people that fell on the ice at hockey games to oh, Fergie's. The guy that was skating around and he tripped on the carpet. No, but I've seen that one. No, oh. the girl at the hockey game that walks out, starts singing, forgets the words, says, I'm so sorry. And then goes to turn around and leave and then falls on her ass <laughs> and then like crawls away. <laughs> Fergie's weird all-star game yeah. rendition. Uh, Christina Aguilera forgot the lyrics at the Super Bowl. Did you watch Roseanne? No. Um, no. I've, I've seen that one plenty. Um, <laughs> and it didn't really, it didn't make me nervous. I'm pretty sure like on like the top 10 things to do before you're going to perform a national anthem, like watch all the blunders is not on that list. No, I like, think it I think makes you, you feel that. comforted that someone of this like caliber of Christina Aguilera, who grew up as a child star and singer singing anthems, was on a big stage, obviously Super Bowl, huge stage, and screwed up. And I think it makes you think, okay, what's... I, I kept saying, everyone would say, are you nervous? Are you nervous? Are you nervous? And I would say, what's the worst that could happen? I either forget the words or what my voice cracks or I, I'm flat or I'm, what, I don't know. I think just preparing and saying, okay, these few things could happen and life will go on. And I just know that I did my best was comforting to me. I think it had, it didn't have a, like a negative effect on me at all. I was, and never, it was kind of like lighten the mood the night before when I went, before I was going to bed. I was never worried about it. I had, fully thought you were going to blow it out of the water. Although I've literally heard you like be a serious singer like once. And I didn't even know it was you singing <laughs> <laughs> when you did the Carrie Underwood song for your mother daughter first dance. Oh yeah. I recorded that without telling you. And then I, I didn't tell anyone and then it played and it was funny because my friends that were at the wedding that were in show choir with me in high school, they knew it was you. Knew. Yeah. I had no idea. My mom didn't even know. I know. And you then towards like, the end, she was like, wait, is that you singing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, mother, it is me. So that was like the only time I've really heard you like sing serious. And I don't know, people are probably like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does not sing serious? Come to our <laughs> house for one day. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, she, you will hear every rendition of every <laughs> song you've ever heard in every key and tone. And Yes. Mm -hmm. There will be dancing to go with it. 100%. But so I knew you, I, I know you're a good singer and I know you can sing amazing. 
but I never hear you sing sing seriously. So uh-huh. like, did part of you think I was gonna no go on a I, few riffs or anything? I was very confident in it, but there was like, uh, oh my gosh, like the thought went through my head, like what happens if something goes wrong? Like, will Courtney ever step <laughs> Welcome foot? Welcome to my life will of watching Courtney you play ever baseball? step foot in Dodger Stadium again? Oh, yes. You Are did? you joking? I just kept I telling know. people I was, if I screw up. I was nervous up, about that. If I screw up, I told Sujo, I was like, this is going directly on TikTok and I'm going viral and I'm <laughs> leaning in so hard and booking a late night show and it's... <laughs> You have to. What, yeah. like, what? It's not like I'm. We could have got you on Jimmy. Totally. But it's not as if I. I don't know. I wanted to do well and I did my best. And so I don't know. I just feel like no, no one can touch you or no one can really say anything when you get to that space of yeah. I am so honored. I was honored to sing it. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge deal. And if I screwed up, I screwed up. Well, I feel like you were carried yourself fairly confident leading up to it as well. I mean, I'm full disclosure. There was a couple times where you're like, I'm not going to do it. I think I'm going to back up. But I never thought you were like serious about it. I never even took you serious for a second when you said that. I was like, no, like she's going to sing it and she's going to kill it. So first, so I need to like back up and tell the whole like singing story. But for so long, I didn't want to be that. I mean, I have a podcast and you're on it and I share our life and all that. But I didn't want to be that wife that sings the anthem and kind of is like, oh, look at me. Kind of like piggybacking off of (laughs) stop it. I know the look you're giving me. Oh, man. What? I know what you want to say. Keep going. Keep going. What? You can't I, say it. I was going to talk about like the, the whole Ben Zobras thing and his wife singing the anthem. Right. And like what's multiple, the reaction multiple, multiple of players yeah. when she sings all of his walkout songs? Right. She was singing God Bless America and the anthem. And that's great. But then you kind of get that. I don't know. And I'm very, I don't know. I lean into your career and we have a thing obviously going and what we do and the podcast and on social media sharing. But for me, it's, I don't know, it was always kind of that line of where do I go where it's not, bre- I don't know. Like it's, it's hard. And then also I never want to do anything that would embarrass you or make you feel embarrassed. And I remember you saying years ago, you're like, oh, if you do the anthem, like you're going to be so nervous. There's going to be all this like distraction and you're going to have these freakouts and like be nerd and like it's possible that I could have very much been freaking out and what if I panicked and do this and I never ever ever want to take away from your career which is the reason I'm there so there was some moments of I don't I couldn't picture doing it and I feel like when I can't picture doing something I don't know I couldn't picture myself standing on the field and doing it which is weird which also probably helped me not be nervous because leading up to it days leading up to it I was not I wasn't freaking out. Like if I have something that's coming up, like I have a medical procedure or I have something that's kind of lingering in the coming days, it consumes me. Yeah. And I feel like this didn't really like get me to that spot. It wasn't like I was, I don't know. Well, I knew you couldn't picture it because one thing you said was you were like, what if I forget the word or something? And I said, well, it's fine because they're, they're literally right there on the scoreboard. And you're like, no, I face in, like I face the stands. And I was like, no, 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 you face out. Which the amount of anthems I've seen, you would think I would know that. I know, but I'm saying, I'm I like think you naturally to, assume that you face the crowd for a performance, right. but then you realize, oh, I'm facing the flag. But I'm just speaking to like your visualization or your like imagery of like you singing it. Right. Like you couldn't even like see that part of it. Right. Which is, I don't know, but you were amazing. Like you blew it out of the water and wow. I was Thank in you. awe. It was awe. Uh, by far the best performance by a Turner at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, that's pretty big. Has Tina Turner ever performed at Dodger Stadium? I doubt it. 
<laughs> no, it was fun. I, the experience of it leading up to it was, I don't know, the day that you're, you're going to Dodger Stadium, it's this whole schedule. You have to get there at five. I was early. Which Clap for I, me. I, Hit that. I, I thought you were going to be late for the anthem. Hit that. What do you mean? For my performance? Yeah, I wasn't worried about you singing. I just thought oh, you were going to be late. No, 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 no. I was there. I think I was supposed to be there at 5.15. And I think I got there at 4.45. So I went up into wow. Dieter's booth, which is, fun fact, located right inside the press box. Yeah. <laughs> and so you go up there and you do kind of your run through with him a couple times. But everyone is sitting up in the press box. And most people have their AirPods in. Mm-hmm. But still, to get up there and I didn't warm up, I feel like I should have done my scales in the car driving over. But get in there and he's like, should we go? I'm like, I don't know. Should we warm up? What should we do? He's like, you tell me. Let's do it. So we just kind of did a couple run throughs. And there was this look of relief on his face of like, oh, okay, that was really beautiful. And I was like, wait, what? Because I think, and even someone, I forgot who it was that was helping coordinate it, asked if I had a tape of my performance, Mm -hmm. which I'm thinking, okay, I'm not lip syncing and there's no real reason unless I have a panic attack and then they have to play it and I just (laughs) kind of like mouth over it. So I didn't know they asked you for a tape. I just kept thinking everyone thinks I'm really bad and they just want to hear it before to kind of prepare for what they're in for. Got it. Because Carla, who I guess recommended me for it or proposed it, has heard me sing because (laughs) I, so when I text her, her, like my photo is an emoji and it's a little blonde cartoon, Courtney. And her son thinks I'm a Disney princess in her phone. So he'll voice note and say, sing Princess Elsa. And so then I do a whole frozen. So I do voice notes and I sing frozen. Then (laughs) he'll say, that's beautiful. Sing Ariel. And then I'm like singing Little Mermaid and doing all these. So Carla's obviously. Yeah. So obviously. (laughs) Like Does he call you Courtney Tudor? <laughs> <laughs> so she's heard me singing, but I don't know. What if she just was like, oh, I want Courtney to do the anthem. And they're like, okay, sure. Yeah. But we don't know if she's good or bad or average or whatever. It's just going to be this tribute to Justin on his bobblehead night. But I never sent over the tape because I didn't have it, but I still found that funny. I wonder if they just put it in your file or and hang on to it. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm curious. But there was... The look on Dieter's face was definitely like, oh, okay, wow, that was beautiful. Okay, okay, great. Okay, we can work with this. And I asked him, have you ever had someone not sing the anthem? And he said, there's been a few times where we've recommended that they don't perform that night. And I said, who would sing if I came up here and I was just awful? (laughs) And they said, well, we have an usher that's pretty good. (laughs) Oh, wow. And so I don't know if it's nerves or someone just wasn't. Raymond or. (laughs) Just wasn't (laughs) feeling it. Peanut man. I don't know. Just someone wasn't feeling it or something was off and they just. But it's comforting to know that there is a Dodger Stadium usher that is queued up and ready just in case I went up there. And they think of everything. But yeah, so in there, it's just obviously you're not on a microphone. You're kind of singing in a corner. And I thought, what if I can't find my starting note? What if I just forget the note that I'm starting on? What if I forget the words? And they said, well, so fans can sing along. The lyrics are actually up on the banner under the scoreboard. He's like, for fans to sing along, which I fully think yeah. they're there in case Well, that's I, the same thing I told you. Yeah, which is comforting. Mm-hmm. And then they said, don't look up at the Jumbotron because it's going to be a clip, like footage of you, but it's on a delay. Yep. Which was also my fear. <laughs> so then finished warming up. 
sang through maybe three times. I was like, okay, I'll go downstairs and do a sound check on the field. Fun fact, fans are in the stadium by the time you do the 545 sound check. And the Colorado Rockies were taking batting practice. <laughs> so you go, you don't go where your spot is, which is the LA on the field, mm-hmm. but you go, uh, you're literally right at the backstop and yeah. you get your fitted for your ears, which I was worried about the in-ears. So you don't hear the crowd basically. And then you don't hear, you hear yourself, you hear Dieter playing the organ, but you don't get messed up by the delay because it's a full second delay. Yeah. And I remember doing... I think it's longer than a second. Yeah. So when I did a pregame interview about the Turner trot on the field, that freaked me out because I was watching her ask me the question. But then the delay, it makes you... It was making me wait that extra beat before I answered. So That's probably, why all of us hate doing on-field interviews because of that delay. It like, makes you... Guys don't want to do it. It makes you feel crazy yes and obviously you don't have time to get fitted for the in-ears and so you you fully get the delay so but it was fine I didn't hear the delay at all but then that also meant that I didn't hear the roar of the crowd at the end or anything I didn't hear anyone go woo or (laughs) anything like that um but yeah you do that and then you have a full hour after you warm up on the field uh when you do your warm-up on the field you're not connected to the in-house speakers or anything so you pretty much it's just going straight up to the booth so they can kind of get your timing and all that but still you're singing out there just standing (laughs) at the backstop uh which is a little bizarre but then you have a full hour to just kind of do whatever and hang out and try not to go crazy but it's wild because after i warmed up on the field I had this overwhelming sense of calm and I just wanted to go right then because you're warm and you're ready. And then to have an hour, I didn't really know what to do. And then my friend Mike had surprised me with a bunch of my friends coming because I really only told, I really didn't tell anybody. I told maybe like three, four people. I I didn't, I didn't tell anyone either. Yeah, I didn't really want it to be a huge thing. So, uh, but that was cool. And they were all there and got there in time. And then, so kind of hung out with them inside. They all were having a drink and I'm thinking, well, cool. I'll just wait an hour before I can enjoy. And someone's like, oh, you should do a shot to relax. I just thought that sounds like a really terrible idea. (laughs) to Just (laughs) do a shot of tequila, maybe a little sip. But even then, I don't know if that's the best idea, but. Uh, then it was, it was go time and they say, right at, come on on the field at 645 and then you'll get ready and then you'll go at 657. So I just remember looking at that clock in the left field corner and it was just right <laughs> crawling on by right on time every time crawling by. And they said, do you want to go over and see Justin? I said, nope, I don't want to go over and see him. I just want to go right to my spot like a professional and do it yeah i was standing right on the field and you walked out and went straight right behind home plate and i was like okay she's locked in she's in the zone <laughs> like this is good i like this <laughs> so well yeah. you were worried that you said years ago that you were worried it was going to be a whole to do of me being nervous and this whole thing yeah. and i just thought okay i have to just stay focused and then it, before I knew it, I was being announced and walked up to my spot. And then I don't, I truly don't really remember a lot of it. I remember catching a glimpse of myself on the screen, but being like, don't look at that. <laughs> and then keeping kind of an eye on the lyrics just to make sure I wasn't, I don't know, you get kind of, it's a, it's really weird. It's hard to explain because everything happens fast, but it's also in a weird slow motion. Yeah kind of experience but I don't know what's the hardest part of that song um well I had I don't know right when I started my voice kind of cracked a touch in the first line I think just because you go I don't know you're kind of waiting 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 and then they're like okay it's go time and then you start like you hear the organ you go so you don't really get your mic and you don't really get a chance to do that like like you kind of just I don't know take 
a sip of water and then walk up. And then it felt like it just started. The hardest, I think, is just going for it on the on the rocket's red glare part. Know, and know knowing it's... that because you hear yourself, but it's a weird kind of, I don't know. I've never used the ears before. I know. I've got you something. You don't even use those. No, but even like, I mean, obviously like show choir back in high school was yeah. probably the last time and I never used them. And so just knowing that you're singing and you're kind of hitting your mark because you don't, I don't know, once you go for it, you can't really make an adjustment. So I always thought like, like if I have headphones in, like, and I'm t like earbuds yeah. and I'm talking on the phone, I feel like I'm like almost muted when I like hear myself talk because my ears are kind of plugged. Yeah. Like, is it the same way? Like when you have your ears in, do you feel like it, you're, you sound different or do you feel like you sound normal? No, you sound different and they kind of add almost like white noise. Like there's kind of, so you hear you're singing Dieter's organ and then there's this white kind of like generic crowd noise almost, but not like clapping just where it's not completely silent. But you like hear your vocal like in your ears. I like hear it how you're hearing oh, okay. it. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you tell me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just, I know when I wear like AirPods or earbuds and then I'm like talking to someone, like I feel like my voice sounds different to me. Yeah. Like when well, I, I have something in my ear. Yeah. I don't know. I think my voice, I always, I don't know. I don't even listen to the podcast back. I don't even like <laughs> listening to voicemails or anything. And full disclosure, I know I said I'm going to post the anthem performance. I still haven't listened to it. I know. I posted that like three second clip on my story that someone posted and someone sent me the full clip. I haven't listened to it all the way through. I heard the beginning and then the little clip that I posted. I haven't seen the full thing either. I don't know if I want to because I feel like everyone's very nice about it. And what if I go back and then I'm hypercritical of it? Well, you're very hypercritical of everything you do. So I'm sure you'll find all the negatives in it, but I don't think there was any. I thought you were phenomenal. Yeah, it was weird. I I thought about it. And the last time I had sung in front of anyone was when I was 18 in the Miss Teen Indiana pageant. And you didn't win? No, I won. Oh, you did. How did I not know you were Miss Teen Indiana? I wasn't Miss Teen Indiana. I won in the, the singing competition. Oh, you won the competition. Yeah. <laughs> did you get you. like a sash? I was like, what is this? Yeah, but it's a like a sub competition. Okay. So I don't know. It was kind of interesting because there's so many people in my life that didn't know that I sang. Mm. And I think it's weird because I would always kind of, I mean, I sing all the time and I sing kind of goofy all the time. And even the little intro on the podcast is obviously me singing. And so people will always say, oh, you sing? And I always just kind of joke and give an answer of like, I mean, everyone sings, right? And yeah. like, no, but I mean, like, you're a singer. I'm like, well, no, I'm not really a singer. And I always just kind of like downplayed it. And that was the thing that was the biggest out of everything was everyone just being like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know you could sing. Oh my gosh, I didn't know you could sing. I didn't Everyone. know you could sing. <laughs> so many people. They're like, what? Why haven't you been da 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 da? And I don't know what they, what I would be doing with singing. <laughs> but um, I don't know. In a way, it kind of made me sad. Like that somewhere along the way, I just kind of stopped like singing or doing what yeah, like, I was doing. What if you would have kept singing? Yeah, I don't know. Like, so, yeah. So when I was in choir in middle school, I absolutely loved my choir director. And I was in, this is not like a guy that talks about when he was in like JV baseball in high school. Like I'm just telling my, my experience of singing. I love my choir director and I was in like all the little side choir things you could do. So you were in like, there was basic middle school choir and then there was like Olympian gold choir and then there was different musicals and all of these different things. And then I had a, I got into the drama program at the school and like loved the director of that. Was always doing like the variety show. I like wrote skits for it and I sang in it and performed in it. And I feel like I was always getting like the big roles in the play and I absolutely loved it. And I was like, okay, I found my people, like my friends were in it and I was so happy 
And then I got to high school and don't get me wrong. Show choir was the best, but it was so different. Like I never got asked to audition for a single solo. Every time I tried out for the musical, I didn't make it. I actually tried out for Les Mis and I remember the, (laughs) I won't say who it was, but who I auditioned for laughing in the middle of my audition. You were that bad? No, I don't. I mean, I don't think I was, but like, I don't know. And so like, obviously in show choir, you're, I mean, our group was amazing, but you're the person that's kind of like, oh, you're not one of the like chosen people that get asked to do the solos or get put in front and center. So I kind of get like, you know, you get put in the side and you get put in the back and then you think, okay, maybe I'm not really good. Like I'm good enough to be in the choir, yeah, but I'm not good enough to kind of like stand on my own. And it was always like the same people getting the same solos and being asked to try out. And I don't know. I just kind of like, I loved it. And I love, there's nothing truly, truly like nothing makes me feel more alive in the entire world than when I was on stage in show choir or like performing or singing or anything. Like that was my favorite thing in the world. And then towards the end of high school, I did, you know, those like little, well, you probably never got them, but those little kind of like flyer things you get in the mail that are like, come to this like talent academy or whatever. I don't know if like your sister probably got him back in the day. I don't know. (laughs) And so I went to Chicago and like auditioned for this thing and got picked to do this like big performance in New York. And so I got to like go to New York and sing. And then I did the Miss Teen Indiana pageant and like threw my hat in the talent one and like won the whole talent competition. And I remember hearing that people like in my show choir group were like making fun of me and they're like oh did you see Courtney like did that and we're kind of like shitty about it and so I'm like yeah so I'm like I don't know and it's not like it's whatever it's just like high school shit but they're bullies man I don't know I I don't I don't know what it was I think like a lot and I'm sure you know like sports in high school I feel like get political too or there's favorites or there's like parents that are super helpful like making costumes and making sets so like oh that girl's gonna get the solo or they're like a big booster or I don't know not saying that I was better like everyone was really really effing good in my show choir but like do I feel like I should have been allowed to audition for solos or been maybe looked I don't know treated a little differently possibly but it kind of made me like lose I don't know yeah, like kind of like lose wanting to go for it. It yeah. made me doubt. It turned you off a little bit. Myself, yeah. And so like obviously I moved to LA after high school, but didn't like pursue mm-hmm. singing. Like I moved to LA without, I mean, everyone knows my story of my great move to LA <laughs> <laughs> without a plan, but I don't know. And I think just somewhere along the way, I kind of like stopped singing or thinking about singing and I just thought oh down the road when I'm like a mom and I'm married and I live in the suburbs like I'll try out for like community theater or like do a local musical and that'll kind of like check that box for me but I don't know it was kind of fun to go back to that and perform and have people be like surprised and rooting for me and being like oh that was really great but then it made me think about I don't know why I stopped singing I guess well, do you have aspirations or did it like spark a little fire in you to want to keep doing that or? I mean, I don't know what that looks like as like a or, married middle-aged woman now, but. I'm not, I'm not saying like. <laughs> no, well, I always you can't either, say. But like, I mean, I say my dream is to have a radio jingle and to yeah. be a casino lounge singer. Yeah. So I think those are, I mean, I could be a casino lounge singer when I'm 70 years old. True. And they can just pay me in blackjack chips and I'll be happy <laughs> to that Morongo performing. Oh man. No, I mean, I, I never stop singing. I think there's just a different feeling of performing and like preparing. And I don't know, there was just kind of a little like, 
I don't know how to describe it after people were like, oh, you did a really great job of kind of like a ha, like, okay. Like feeling a little, I don't know. Everyone was like blown away. Like all the guys were like, oh my God. Yeah. I didn't know Courtney can sing. I didn't know Courtney can sing. I didn't know Courtney can sing. Yeah. And then, I mean, everyone saw Dave's reaction. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I felt Dave's reaction. He was was losing it. He was fired up. I love that though. Because I don't have a very animated family. My family, I mean, it's like me. I'm not like over the top. I feel like my mom and sister aren't like that either. And no, so, to, was so it was good to have on. a Dave. You yeah. have to have a Dave, like throw the arms of in the course. air and be like, oh my God, that was amazing. I, I was worried. And even if I sucked, I would have expected the same thing. And that would have made me feel better either way. So I actually got so nervous because he came out and was like so excited and he like high fived you. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh my God, your thumb. I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm riding high right now. I feel nothing. <laughs> I was like, oh no. But yeah. And then... <laughs> Uh, like Bob Guerin was out there and he was just like, man, that was so good. And he's <laughs> like, I just love, she like, she like sang it like traditionally. And I love that. <laughs> he was all fired up. Yeah. I was, so. I'm not one to think of kind of changing the anthem. I think it's pretty great how it is. And I think obviously have a great deal of respect for veterans and our country and I think who am I to go up there and try to I don't know make something jazz it up yeah I don't know and and obviously there's so many incredible singers and they are free to do whatever they want to do but for me I was like I'm keeping it classic and sticking to exactly how it's supposed to be (laughs) you did it thank you it was awesome I'm very 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 proud of you I was hoping you guys won that night so that I would be asked back to do a playoff rendition. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> One and done. I actually feel bad because the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes actually asked me to do the anthem four years ago. And, and I was at a bachelorette party. I think the, so the, is he the assistant GM? Yeah. Was at spring training, right? And I think yeah. I was either like maybe jokingly singing or something. He was like, oh, you should come and do an anthem. And I was like, I would love to. Yeah, we ended up like I don't know what happened. Like we ended up like <laughs> at a at a bar in like spring a honky training tonk. I don't know like what the happened. GM of the Quakes. I don't know. Yeah, I was trying to plot my purchase <laughs> of a minor league team. You said you were going to go out there and sing it too. I know. I had a bachelorette party. I know. I know. I'll I'll come do a encore at, oh. in Rancho. Don't you worry. They don't have Dieter in Rancho. To give you those like calming words and that <laughs> little like look of relief, like, oh, she's a good singer. You think that like that was probably the biggest confidence boost of the day to settle you, right? Like Dieter giving you that reassurance. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, way to go, Dieter. I don't know. I mean, if you. <sighs> I still wonder if what his reaction would have been if I was like really off that day. Like, do you think well, he would have said, I recommend that we post? I mean, there's one more game left in the season. This is what you asked me. And you're all not the time. technically signed back for next year. So <laughs> I don't know when he would have postponed me to. I don't know. But this is what you asked me all the time. It's like, oh, did it sound good? And I was like, yeah, you sound amazing. Like, would you told me, would you have told me if I didn't? I know. I'm like, I, yeah, see, I, I don't would. Know. And, she, and then she goes, like, well, how would you say it? What would you tell me? I, was I like, know. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say like, oh my God, you suck. That was awful, obviously. I do have to say at a weird moment as someone that grew up listening and probably going to more Blink-182 concerts than any other band in my entire life, uh, right before I walked out to sing, I look over and I see Mark of Blink-182 mm-hmm. just sitting there like, staring ready for national anthem performance and i just thought i have to sing the national anthem in front of someone that i went to their concert a million times growing up and now they're it was a weird very weird moment like a very weird moment that's so weird but i guess you really never know who's going to be at a dodger game so maybe there are other little celebrities there that had to did you get any did you get any social media remarks comments from any blue checks uh i don't think so no i don't think so Hmm. dang maybe that was the only celebrity in the house that night maybe (laughs) maybe 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. But it's weird. I mean, Dodger Stadium is there's always someone there. But there's I don't know always, if they showed yeah. up in time for the anthem. That's true. Because I don't think I saw an anthem for my first five years of dating you. Yeah. 57. <laughs> I mean, that's 13 minutes before the game. People were probably still yeah. grabbing their beers and Dodger dogs. Well, a lot of people would comment and say, I didn't know you were doing it. And so I only, I heard them say your name and I heard you start singing and I ran over. I wasn't ready because I didn't, I didn't share. Yeah. But that's me. I, my whole life, I've never shared if I was doing something. I never told people if I was like trying out for a team. You or, also like surprises. So yeah, I don't like to put expectations in people's heads. I feel like if I would have said I'm singing the anthem, then they would have had an idea in their head of how I was going to sing. And I was either going to not live up to it or live up to it. And I would rather just kind of, I don't know. Cause some of the wives were like, why didn't you tell us? But I don't know. And then I thought, well, what if something happens and I can't do it? And then people got there early for me. I don't really want to inconvenience people. Well, I had some guys like, why didn't you tell me I would have came out for the anthem? And I was like, well, why didn't you come out for the anthem? (laughs) (laughs) Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. They missed out, but it was a good experience. Bucket list checked off. For sure. Yeah. That was awesome. I can crawl back into my. Yeah. Right. Hole of. Rising star. (laughs) The oldest contestant on America's Got Talent. (laughs) No chance. I just, I'm a simple girl. I just would love a 30 minute set in the lounge at Morongo. I don't want much. We might be able to make that happen. (laughs) I'm going to have to pay them to do it. I'm the first Uh talent that paid to be there. I hope they hire you because then that means I can just go. I know. Comped rooms. Are you joking? Comped room and sit and play blackjack while you're. Uh, or like the golden nugget in Vegas. What are the old. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I would only do cover songs. Absolutely. I don't know. Stay tuned. Maybe the album will drop on Spotify. <laughs> never oh, know. man. Oh, yeah. Well, where do we even go from here? Oh, well, we have a good tie in. We have a good tie in. Okay. You ready for this? What Mark. We- from Blink-182, was also at the CHLA Gala. Oh, yeah. There you go. His wife's on the board. And Mm -hmm. I walk into the event, and I see him to the left, and I just think, I just keep seeing this guy. Maybe he's following you. No, I mean, his wife's on the board. I know. And so I was like, okay, this makes sense. But it was also very weird for a couple of days apart to see the same person. You saw quite a few people there. Yeah, so it was the Children's Hospital Gala. I think they hadn't had one, I want to say, three, three years. years. Yeah, 19, I think. Was they had like 1,500 people, raised $5.6 million. Yep. And incredible. It worked out with the schedule where you had, what do you guys call it, a scrimmage? Yeah, we had a scrimmage last night, Saturday night. And it and worked out yeah. where, yeah, you could finish that up, shower, do the whole phone phone booth change and yeah and give up get get over to santa monica everyone was like dude what is going on because i had like a full suit tie on walking (laughs) out of the clubhouse and everyone's like what's going on well they were running a little late so it actually worked out perfect you didn't even miss anything i yeah i think i missed paul's like introduction but that that was it so I saw Garcelle from the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills right when I got there looking chic AF. And I also saw someone else that was at our table. We were at the table with the president of the hospital. And I didn't get to go over and introduce myself. But I will say it was the, I think I actually talked about this. You did. We talked about this. Because I asked people if they ever wrote fan mail to someone. Mm-hmm. And mine was, the only fan mail I ever wrote was to Matt LeBlanc. I was so prepared to walk over there and ask him. Most, yeah, but you chickened out. You should have done it. He, most people mm, will. <laughs> I didn't chicken out. That's not true. Most people will know him from friends, but I actually remember writing specifically in my fan letter that I was very excited for his movie Ed to come out, yeah. which Ed is the baseball movie with the monkey that learns to play baseball yeah. and all of the mishaps that surround that. Uh, and I got a letter back. But I got a letter back. I want to say I wrote him. Gosh, when did Ed come out? 1996. I want to say I got a letter back close to three years later. No. Pre-printed. You never said that. Like the letter and then like the pre-printed signature and a five by seven of him, like his acting headshot. I wanted to ask him if he actually 
There's responded. no way he prepared his fan mail. I know, I know. But I wanted to ask him. And yeah. I wanted to I wanted him to know that his people were were working. We're doing what if he's <laughs> they, like, they got well, there. He was three years later, a, it made it. He was there with a gal, so maybe that was his longtime publicist. I don't know. And I could I don't have know. said, Were you the one that did the I don't know mail back in the day? I don't know. But Yeah, he was there. He does a lot of CHLA events, so I'm thinking there'll be a moment where I'll be able to let him know that I wrote him a letter back in the day. Yeah. But again, very weird moments happening this week. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, it's really strange. Like, I don't know why it's, well, I don't know why they're happening, like but nostalgia? it's really, <laughs> yeah. But just like, who would have thought that I'd be sitting at a gala with someone that I wrote fan mail to when I was like 10 That's years real. old? Like, it's very, yeah. very strange. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, the biggest meetup of the night. Yeah. Well, Marty Fish was there too. Don't forget Marty. I can't okay. forget Marty Fish. Marty's the I man. I will not forget Marty Fish. We'd love Marty Fish. Okay. So you're, you just get to the gala and you sit down at the table and who taps you, rap tap taps you on your shoulder? Yeah. Justin Timberlake. Right. Say it so casually. Uh, it's not casual because I'm a huge fan and I've, I, I, I don't know how many people I've told this, but it's like so weird for me as a Dodger meeting like someone like Justin Timberlake, because obviously growing up, listening to him, huge, big fan, views his walkout song to hit to. And like he comes over and he's like, dude, I'm the biggest Dodger fan. Like you guys set the record like let's go let's get it done like i'm gonna be watching and no I'm, he said don't be breaking the franchise record and then breaking my heart that's what he said yes <laughs> don't be breaking the franchise record and then breaking my heart and i'm like it's so crazy to me that like i don't know that they're talking to me the way that like i want to talk to them right like yeah i don't know it's just so weird like i don't know there's a thing with performers and rock stars and all that that love athletes and then I feel like you love performers it's obviously a similar grind and practice and preparation and talent but I think I know that you would if you weren't a baseball player and you could pick a talent you would love to be I would love to be able to be on stage and, and play like, guitar and sing. Yeah. And yes. just command an audience for like three hours and entertain. That would be amazing. I believe in you. Maybe we can have, should we have like a don't believe in me. Johnny and June <laughs> kind of thing. I don't believe in um, me. Trisha and Garth. An, can't play an instrument. Can't sing. <laughs> Dream yeah. big. No, but, but it was cool. Yeah. And then, he did a concert, which was amazing because yeah. there wasn't that many people there. I mean, he's used to doing massive arenas and huge performances. And he kind of had this stripped down performance, did some covers. Like old. Yeah. Like old covers. Yeah. Did some of his classic songs, but it was like a one of a kind performance. Yeah. It was very cool. And then you got to chat with him a little bit after and... And it's just funny watching you talk to him because I feel like you don't get quiet or starstruck and you were like kind of a dork. I was. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, <laughs> like it was you didn't weird. know what to say. You've never not been able to find I conversation. I know. Well, and it was and like we both like were like talking at the same time, like <laughs> and trying to like. <laughs> oh, say no, no, no. Something. you go. You go. Sorry. Sorry. You go. Yeah, you go. But I don't know. It was cool. He, he said that he's been a Dodger fan since he was seven years old, even though he grew up in Memphis. His dad was a big Dodger fan and stepdad. or a stepdad um and his favorite player growing up was oral and we told him that oral married he us like, and what? he like couldn't believe it he almost like fell over and then he said he loved frank thomas and, and i was like okay yeah yeah my guy those are his three guys he said growing up were oral uh nolan ryan and frank thomas so yeah um but yeah big baseball fan i, I was we're trying to convince him to come out and check out a playoff game but and then he was like i heard you were using my song for your (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like this i wish i could have filmed this conversation because i've never seen you be awkward and it was so great like what do you say to that when (laughs) someone's like hey man i heard you like walking out to me singing like i'm like uh yeah you were so i told the story i was like oh well (laughs) 
Because the story behind that really is Jason Hayward. Like he loves that song. And he always told me like, you need to walk out to Mr. JT. You need to walk out to Mr. JT. So for the longest time when Jason would come into town, I would always put my walk-up song, Mr. JT. And as I'd come up to the plate, I look in right field and Jay Hayes like out in the outfield, like dancing to the song because he loved it. So I, yeah, I told that story. For yeah, and you were reason. like, "Well, maybe if you come to a game, I'll make that my walk-up song." Yet. I was like, I was "Maybe, like, God, uh, he's yeah." Like such a dork right now. I was like, "Well, it was cute." I might have to go back to JT for the playoffs. I don't know. Sorry. And then he said that John. he was older than you, and so he's your elder, and you have to refer, like, you have to call him JT. He broke down all the JTs. Yeah. And who has like, to call who JT? Yeah. He was like, James Taylor's obviously our superior. <laughs> yeah. And, and then. Uh, um, <laughs> why one? am i blanking justin thomas oh yeah, yeah. golf yeah he was like i've yeah i've joked with him so. you guys need a photo of james taylor justin thomas and you and justin timberlake that'd be sick yeah that would be in, in a one-on-one yeah have someone take the photo and then you frame it shadow box it but all of you sign it it's just like a one of one that'd sign. be that'd be dope That'd be a piece for the man cave for sure. Just wow. invite them all to the golf tournament. That's the best way to get people together. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he invited me to play golf with him. Maybe I'll get to play golf with him. God, you were you, you were like, so mad though. You were like, oh, I didn't. Oh, another round of golf. Six <laughs> hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was just laughing because I've never seen you like that. Truly. It ever. Justin Timberlake. I know, but like you're. Sorry you held it together. I was just watching you in awe that someone could make you like so awkward like that. I'm like awkward right now. I, I know you're like. like very uncomfortable just thinking about him. It was cool. He's he's a legend. I mean, you didn't even like talk about me this way. You were like, you did a great anthem, babe. Good job. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about Justin just Timberlake. Talked about your anthem for 45 minutes. I thought we were going to keep going. I, w- I was fully prepared because it's definitely worth it for this entire oh, episode. To be now you're backpedaling. Your okay, anthem. that's fine. You can see the couch with the dogs. I'm just kidding. I'm not backpedaling. No, I was no. happy that you met him and I'm glad you guys got a photo together. The first photo you took that was just JT and JT was very poorly lit, but I still think you posted it because I think me being in the middle kind of ruins it as like a JT sandwich. But if you have him come out to a cool. game, then obviously you guys can have another moment. JT you can get it together. Cool. No. You can get it together and not be so awkward. He probably left and was like, God, I was going to golf with that guy, but he was so fucking weird. Probably <laughs> never golfing with <laughs> so him. Literally, like, changed my phone number so, like, it's I can't like, hit uh, Yeah. No, oh, my gosh. It was a good night, though. It yeah. Was, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad it worked out. And it's gala season. I got my photo. I didn't... So, they didn't invite me, actually, to the... Despite my national anthem performance this week, ending up on the Wire Image Celebrities at the Dodger Game section, <laughs> I was not asked to be on the red carpet until you arrived. And then, by then, the photographers and the media were gone. So, we actually did have to pull a guy that was working the photo booth inside to come out and use his camera and then email it uh, without the watermark on it so we could have a professional but photo. To be fair, like this was kind of pre-planned. Like we were we were already made aware that, hey, when I get there late, right? we're going to pull you guys so you can joking. take photos on the red I just, carpet I didn't together. think I was going to. Courtney, over here, what are you wearing? This wasn't a you're not allowed to get yeah, your photo taken thing. from Revolve. Courtney, over here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it was funny when I posted our red carpet photo and people were saying, oh, you finally got to walk the red carpet. And I was like, we did, but it was a little different. It was a no. little delayed, but I'm glad it worked out. I think one of the coolest things about the gala was all the doctors and all the nurses oh, from yeah. CHLA uh-huh. were there. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're the celebrities that night. Yes. Absolutely. And the, th- the things that they do with the families is amazing and uh, so many people who came up and talked mentioned this but it's not just a child going in getting treatment and being taken care of like they're literally taking care of this entire family and making connections and they become extended families with with the families that are in there and that I thought that was really cool that all of them got to be there and you know, we got to hear from a few of the doctors that, that take care of the kiddos and yeah. obviously so appreciative of them. I was saying it's wild that I was like, it's good and bad, but I feel like there's so many 
people and celebrities and notable people that have some form of a connection to children. So I was yep. like, it's good because they're able to bring awareness and share their love for the hospital and that community. But then it's also heartbreaking when you think how many people went through something yeah. um, that ties them to that hospital. So I was like, it's good and it's bad. It's just, but that's just such an incredible place. And it really I'm glad it worked out that yep. we were able to go. Me too. <laughs> all right well that's gonna do it for today's episode thank you all for listening a friendly reminder to rate and review the podcast i love that people are leaving their instagram handles on their reviews see it's kind of fun do is ask. i know it's kind of fun to see it and i appreciate those if you listen on spotify or apple you can rate and on apple you can leave a text review which we love reading but thank you all for listening see ya do you Oh, okay. did I sign I didn't off get early? to tell them that I'm going to talk to them next week. Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Thank try you this all again. for listening. And I, you're off the show next week because you botched it. We'll talk to y'all next week. See ya. Bye. Boom.